This is Gridiron and Grits. Just two men talking about sports and food. Now, here are your hosts, the Jenks Man and Johnny Smokes. Hey, welcome everybody to edition 1.0 of Gridiron and Grits. I'm the Jinx Man. This is Johnny Smokes over on the across the way from me. And Johnny, welcome to the show, man. Man, I'm I'm just excited to be here. Well, we've been talking. You. We've been talking about it a while, John. We have. We've been talking about this for a little while, and so you and I have been uh, friends for a long time. We've talked about doing a show about sports and food and and just whatever, uh, a little bit of everything through the years. And we've never taken the time to really sit down and make it happen until now. Well, that's the thing. We've tried to figure out, hey, what are two of our favorite things in life? Yeah. And how do we put those together? How do we combine those? And I think gridiron and grits basically sums it up. It does. It really does. It it pretty much covers the gamut of our thoughts for most of our life uh and it's evident by the by the things we talk about off the air because that's that's what we do so we, and we have other things in our life that, that go on but look we're passionate about football we're passionate about sports in general and uh and we love to eat so why not talk about it you got it buddy you got it buddy well tell me a little bit about yourself people i mean here's the thing people know steve jinx in this area they they know the jinx man in this area uh-huh. i mean what have you been doing lately well like right now i'm uh sitting at home and cooking for my wife so uh, that's what i've been doing lately no I mean, grits I, and grits that's right and she likes her grits she likes some eggs i don't eat eggs that's a whole nother story that's for another edition <laughs> but yeah man that's what i've been doing so i've done radio my whole life uh up until this past july i was fully employed in radio and uh haven't done any radio <laughs> since then and so i got that that itch it has to be scratched right now and so it's really good to be on the air and doing this uh here still trying to figure out what the next step for me in life is and we'll figure that out hopefully in the next few weeks uh the next few days actually as far as uh career and all that kind of stuff but man for now we're gonna do this because look i can i can work um wherever and do this show every single saturday and make it happen right here on the air man and that, look i want to scratch that radio itch no matter what i do i may do radio again i don't know but until then, this has given me an opportunity, an outlet to just continue to do that. And look, you're you're a radio guy. We've been friends for a long time. For people that don't know you, I'm from Clark County originally, uh, and you've been in Clark County a lot doing ministry stuff with me in the past and with other people. So tell everybody a little bit about who you are. Yeah, man. So same same situation. You uh, we we met in Jasper when you started ministering here, ministering here in Jasper, and um, and so I mean I, I can't remember had I had I started doing radio. Were we doing a radio show at the time that you came? You were doing radio at a local station. Yeah. Yes, you yeah, sure yeah, yeah. were. So so we'd started doing we had done a local Christian show that transitioned into more of a uh, of a well because the station transitioned <laughs> yeah. tra- transitioned into more of a uh, a country a, a country show kind of uh-huh. hangout time. Um, for for uh, a lot of people, a lot of friends, and uh, and then you know made that. Uh, I guess I went off to college and, and started doing the Rick and Bubba thing. So mm-hmm. did that for a little while, and uh, and then snuck off to law school, and I've been practicing law ever since. So that's kind of yeah. that's kind of my main thing. But like we talked about, we've always wanted to find a way that me and you. Um, could do a show that we could get on the station. We've been on the air together before, off and on. You, yeah. We we did the local show in Jasper for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, anytime I would visit you, but we always wanted to find that way. That's right, man. How can we do it? And now technology is just. I think COVID helped technology, man. It did. I, I really do. I think I think technology grew. Um, so it kind of helped us to be able to, uh, to to put together some things and make this work. People still had jobs to do, and they had to find out a way to do it, to have meetings and to do things like that. So, yeah, it certainly enabled uh, a lot of people to get on. And I, I, are you one of those people? I don't know. This is just me, probably. 
I don't know why it bothers me so bad. But anytime somebody talks about, they'll say, and I know, listen, I know it was real. I know a lot of people, I'm not trying to be like, say things that are going to make people be shocked and all that kind of stuff. But when I hear people say, well, we got through COVID again, I'm just, I get so tired of hearing it. It bothers me for some reason. That just bothers me. Every time I hear, well, you know, we did get past COVID. I'm like, man, I know it was a thing. I get it. But it's just one of those. It's one of those things that just. It's one of those trigger words in my sure, head. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's. It, I mean, we're still using it four years later. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: I had a meeting with my boss this morning, uh-huh. and we were discussing it, and he said, "Hey, numbers, best we've seen since COVID." <laughs> so people are still it's a gauging. Timeline, man. People are still gauging, yeah, yeah, business and stuff off of that. And then you know, of course, with with my wife's family, we had a. We had a real bout with it. Yeah, you did. Um, so, sure did. So just just had some things going. So yeah, I mean, for me, for my life, it is kind of a marker. Yeah. Um. And and you know, I, oh, it is for me I too. Know it is for our, our local people. I think so. All around the world, it's just one of those words that just triggers something in my head. I maybe everybody's like that because it, it is. It was a significant time in the history of our lives uh, for sure. We I will spend spend this whole episode talking about COVID, but we'll talk about football. We got a lot of football still to talk about, even though it's the last weekend of of pro football we're going to talk a little bit about that we're going to talk about some of the things in the headlines when it comes to college football and look we won't just talk football we got a little basketball to talk we're going to talk about uh food specifically with super bowl weekend coming up we're going to talk about food a little bit because that's a big deal look when you're not on the field playing and by the way neither one of us are uh eating and watching football is pretty big. Let's can can, can I jump back to basketball real quick? Yeah, man, please. So this past week, um, we had uh, Alabama play Auburn in yeah. basketball, kind of yeah. the Iron Bowl of basketball. Sure, the and second the second time this year. Uh, yeah, actually, the, the the rematch. So of course, mm-hmm. Bama came in um, to that first game. Yeah. with the win, kind of put uh, took the sails out of Auburn because Auburn's supposed to be the better team. Yeah, they let's are. Be, let's be honest. Yeah, uh, but but Coleman showed up and showed out. Coleman Coliseum that game sure. showed up and showed out, and and Bama pulled out. The victory now did you did you catch the uh oh, this week yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah i caught it I, matter of fact alabama caught it right in the gut yes, it was tough son did. auburn put it to them yeah once i think once auburn went up by 10 it, it, there was no coming back uh from alabama I mean, oh, I, they, they yeah. tried everything they could i just, tried watching it too thinking oh maybe the, you know it's 14 points maybe the alabama will bounce back and make it a game wait a minute no it's 18 points now well it's 22 points now yeah. i don't think this is gonna happen looks like auburn's got this one in the bag yeah, and, and Auburn's got a killer team, man. They got a killer team. So I, I look for them to do some to, to do well in the in the, the tournament. People are saying Alabama may be a, a number two seed. Alabama, Auburn, both of those are great teams. Let's don't forget Tennessee. They're playing phenomenal this year. In the SEC, Tennessee's were Tennessee yeah. is the standard. Yeah. Tennessee's they are. the team to beat. Normally Sorry, Kentucky. Yeah. Normally normally you see that in the in the blue blood of Coach Kentucky. Coach Cow's football. gonna be selling popcorn at Alabama baseball games next year. <laughs> Golly, That's bad, hot, man. hot take from from the jinx I'm just man saying, out there. Just saying. Golly. So anyway, um, yeah. So it's it is Tennessee's definitely the standard. They're the team to beat. So if uh, if either Auburn or Alabama could get a win over them in, in basketball, I mean that's huge. Yeah, it's gonna be big, man. It's been fun to watch. Look, as somebody that didn't traditionally just love basketball, I've always liked it. And then I, I grew up during the Wimp Sanderson years, Sonny Smith, those those times of Auburn, Alabama. Those were big years. I mean, that was that was early in my life. And then it got to where you just didn't care. You were just football and then pause until football again. That's kind of the way it was. Now basketball is something to enjoy. 
Well, I mean, I think let's let's be honest. Bringing in Nate Oates was huge for Alabama. It was uh, bringing in Bruce Pearl was oh, huge yeah. for Auburn, no doubt. Man. And so I think it's uh, it's it's finally put both programs back on the map, and uh, and it's good to hear Wimp talk about Alabama basketball. It know? is. That's always fun, and, and Sunny too. I like, I listened to, like last night. I was listening a uh, night before last. Whenever the game was, I was listening to it. I guess that was Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to that game, and it was funny because Sonny Smith is he's still hilarious, man. And then one time they called, they kept calling plays, uh, a penalty, I'm about to say penalty flags. Yeah. They were throwing fouls and, uh, a bunch of them were going against Auburn. Well, one was, should have been called against Auburn, according to the Auburn commentators. And, uh, he said, well, they missed that one. I hate that, but well, it's finally time they miss one. You know, it was just—it hey. was just funny to hear him talk. You, you, you could hear that Auburn news out. Oh of, yeah, I mean, man. you can't, man. You Those can't two guys are great. Like that. You're great. Look, so, so also in SEC basketball, you have um, South Carolina's on fire right now. They're doing well, and, and then you have Tennessee. Back to Tennessee, real quick. Rick Barnes and what he's done with that team up there, man. They've got them believing again in uh, basketball in Tennessee. It, it's a it's a pretty cool place to play up in their arena in tennessee so that's going to be interesting as as march gets a little closer here to see how everything shapes up in the sec and i for one am excited about it because look it's it gives you something to do on a saturday or wednesday night yeah and absolutely and listen we're gonna we're gonna stay up to date on that march madness uh me and jinx may even have to fill out a bracket and do a little uh, bracket. bracket do a little bracket challenge as it comes up um we were a little we were a little downtrodden because last year uh we had a uh, regional in Birmingham, and that's yeah. not that's not happening again this year. But so. man, what a chance to watch games like oh, in Birmingham! Can you imagine? And you got Alabama and Auburn played in Birmingham, yeah, back to back games. That's crazy. unheard of mm-hmm. in the tournament. So um, I was talking to a friend who is an inside source, and he was saying that hopefully um, that they've put in a bid to get the NCAA tournament back in Birmingham. I think he said in 26. That's cool, man. So a couple of years. So that I'm going to would- go and just say this. Look, I, I know that we're broadcasting in South Alabama, and it's still in the state in Birmingham. And, and we live, obviously, you and I both live closer to Birmingham, and we're in there a lot. We, we go to Birmingham a lot. I grew up around the Mobile area. That was our city to go to. Mm-hmm. But look. When it comes to Birmingham, I'll, Birmingham, I'm giving props, man. They have stepped it up in the in the sports game lately. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I think they're trying to do a good job to, to bring entertainment, bring those types of things into the mm-hmm. city. Yeah. You know, I think the World Games, which I, I, I'm pretty sure they lost a pretty good chunk <laughs> of money on, but I think the World Games was, was a big thing for them to kind of bring in, kind of showcase Birmingham a, a little bit yeah. um, and kind of kind of bring it back. Because, you know, at one point it was considered for the Olympics. Yeah, it was. Um, back, you know, when they when they chose Atlanta, it was yeah. in the running. So. And they still got the soccer there, I think, at Legion Field back in the day. But Right, right, for, right. For the World Games, but I mean for the uh, Olympics. Olympics, right. World Games was fun. You and I got to go over there and, uh, and watch uh, a concert anyway at the World Games. Remember that? We got to see some of the uh, Lionel Richie showed up. Yeah, Lionel Richie. That was fun, man. <laughs> that was fun. Now we we waited about an hour. We did. Um, you know, for him to come. Was it an hour? Is a little over? I'll be honest, Lionel. You could have gave me a little bit more, son. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, say that. Why we get four songs? We got four, I think. <laughs> he promised to come back, and I, but I don't want to buy a ticket. I was just waiting on that one. <laughs> I was wanting the free one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's all right. On. We got a little bit of Lionel anyway back in the day. So look, we got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, coming up on this show today. It's our first edition of Gridiron and Grits. I'm the Jinx Man. He's Johnny Smokes. We appreciate y'all being with us right here, and uh, we'll be back in a moment with more on Gridiron and Grits. This is Gridiron and Grits. It's like tailgating on the radio. Stay right there. They're not done talking.
go on and pull up a big old stool and have a seat with us right here on Gridiron and Grits. I'm the Jinx Man along with Johnny Smokes. And, John, tomorrow is a big day in football. You think? Tomorrow is the day we've been waiting on since last February. You know what day it is? What day is it? It's the day where we get to see Arnold Schwarzenegger in that new movie. What is it like, uh, Agent State Farm or something like that? Yeah, is that on uh, Is that on Netflix? I or think what? it's coming up on – no, it's all the commercials, but, man, it's the Super Bowl, obviously, we're talking about. And big game tomorrow with the Super Bowl coming out. I mean, look, there's a lot of teams that we would have rather personally have had in there, but we, we got what we got. We got the uh, – it's and it's a good matchup, too. All right, man. before we start, all right. who would you have rather personally had in there? If I would have had my choice this year, teams that I wanted in there, I really wanted to see the Dolphins in there again. It's been a long time. You know, and I thought Tua was going to have the troops rallied enough. Tyreek Hill was going to have the boys rolling. They just didn't have enough power in the end, man. So is it Tua that, that brings you to be a kind of a Dolphins fan? It is. Him and Waddle both. I tend Which Waddle to, wasn't there when you started talking about it. Well, you're right. You're right. So it's Tua that kind of drew you. And then well, of when, course. When Waddle came, you were just solidified. The same reason I'm an Eagles fan, I'm a Titans fan, I'm now a Texans fan. Anywhere there's players that played for University of Alabama, because I'm a Bama fan. So you're fan. an all-32 teams fan then? Pretty much, yeah. Because Bama has somebody, there's somebody on every, every position. Yeah, and there's certain teams that have more. And that's usually who I pull for. Right, there are certain teams that have more. But that's not the way it used to be for me, I don't think, growing up. Like, I had teams that I'll – it just varied with me. So, let's just – I'll go ahead and throw the slate out there for those of you that don't know. Johnny Smokes is a big, big Cowboys fan. I'm just going to break the seal there. Yeah, you'll know where I'm coming from. That's that's kind of where I'm getting at. Yeah, I know. That's all right. Look, you're and you've been diehard a long time. Tell me, how in the world did you ever become – growing up in Alabama, how did you become such a Cowboys fan? <laughs> so – it was one of those things, man. So I, I had it. My, my parents had, we had some family friends, right? So there was a couple that my parents had that were really close friends. And they, they had said, Hey, we're going down to Florida, blah, blah, blah. They're going on a trip. Well, they ended up going on a trip um, and going to play golf. And I don't even remember where they were at, but they were playing yeah. golf down in Florida. And, uh, and there was only two of them as a husband and wife. They didn't have another two. Normally you take four guys to play golf, right? Yeah. And so there was only them. Well, um, when they went to check in to get their tea time, they said, hey, we've got somebody. We've got a, a, a third guy that wants to get in. Um, he's so low. Are y'all okay to play with three? And they said, sure. You know, we, Why we'll, not? Yeah, we'll play whatever we, whatever we need to do. It was Emmett Smith. Just old Emmett Smith. Yeah. Just plain old Emmett. Just, just him by himself. I guess he wanted to hit that's, the links. That's hit crazy. The links out. So, um, so they got me a picture. And, and had it signed, and of course I was dude. So after that, you're I locked was in. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> That's a pretty good so, one to be, though, man. There were some big years back in the 90s with uh, with the Cowboys. And look, we thought this year was going to be the year of the Cowboys, honestly. It seemed like they had everything going shoot. their way. Uh, and so that's kind of the way pro football does I me. Mean, pro football plays with my emotions a lot. I, I'm a college fan at heart first. Let's just be honest. We, we both grew up big SEC fans, and, and just to be completely transparent the two of us are big alabama fans now we're not just going to talk about bama but but that is where our heart lies um because that's where we were raised and we can't deny that no there ain't no denying that at all so that's part of it and but you know the the cowboys for you are a pro team for me i grew up watching the saints and being a big saints fan oh. being down there close to the coast we always wore ba- paper bags over heads with the ain'ts but you know <laughs> i grew up in the bobby a bear years of pulling for the saints and they had good defense but that was about it 
But uh, those were tough years. But also, I always pulled for Buffalo back when Jim Kelly played. Oh, sure. I liked, I liked Denver Broncos whenever uh, John Elway was there. Elway. Bobby Humphrey played for them then. And so there was a lot of teams that I pulled, probably because my dad pulled for those teams. And uh, I just like pro fo- I just like football in general, but especially uh, teams that had players, not only just from Alabama, but from Southeastern Conference teams. I can remember pulling uh, for the uh, Patriots because – Big John Hanna played for him. That's how long ago oh, I was yeah. like early in the eighties. I remember watching them and thinking, I like the Patriots because of him. So that's kind of the way it went for me, pulling for teams in the NFL. Now I really have a big, like you said, a big variety of teams to pull for. My favorites, honestly, are the Titans, uh, because I lived in Tennessee for a while and and I've always gone to games because I had tickets. They give away free tickets at times. So we'd go yeah. to games and uh, they had some good years. They've had some bad years. Yeah. And so uh you know, that's always interesting to pull for them. But Derrick Henry was a big reason I pulled for him the past few years. And um, sometimes he was the only reason I had to pull yeah, for him. Yeah, right, right, right. But, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm, I got these two teams, and I can't decide who to pull for. I'm, I'm, I'm showing you three fingers, but doing two. I was counting the reps in there, too. Uh, but you got the 49ers, obviously, yeah. a team that I grew up hating, just to be honest. Not hating them as per se, but they were always the enemy of the teams I was pulling for. And so I just – now, I did respect – Montana, I respected Steve Young back in the day, but I just didn't like them. You just didn't like them. Didn't like them. Yeah. Just couldn't like them. They were out there on the West Coast, you know. They were too suave. They had some good teams, man. I mean, some good teams back in the day. You're kind of tipping me off for this year's Super Bowl. You're about you're about to tell me something. No, but not, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Listen, being an Alabama fan and pulling for teams that had Alabama players, I can't lie and say that the Kansas City Chiefs have not always been a favorite. Yeah. Because of Derek Thomas. Sure. I was a huge – he was the only pro – I guess he's the only pro player I ever met after the pros, and that was – I met him at the Senior Bowl one year, and uh, it was really cool to get to me. He was super nice. and But, man, to watch him play was – it was special. Oh, yeah. So, I always loved the 49ers teams back in the day, and um, I always liked them. I, I, how can you – people have their own opinions, but how can you not like Mahomes, at least watching him play? You don't have to like him as a person or anything else, but, man, he's special to watch play. Whether you he's, like him or not, he's, you know, he's he's a phenomenal football player. He's uh, he 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 a lot of times makes something out of nothing. Yeah, but he's also got a got got a good cast of characters around him he to kind of help pull off some of those crazy feats. Hey, and by by the way, we're going to get into that a little more specifically as far as the matchups. There's some pretty interesting matchups coming up in this game tomorrow. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so all right, so back to so so you you were a Saints fan kind of growing up. Yeah. Now you lean more towards the Titans if we if you had to pick a team, um, yeah. but this year you really liked the Dolphins because of yeah. what they looked like. Sure, they, they were they were high scoring offense early on the season. It looked like they may be one of the highest scoring teams ever. Yeah, and then kind of really took a nosedive there towards the end of the season, much like the Cowboys. I mean, I, just choking yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, man, it was tough to watch. It really was. So I liked Miami this year. I liked. I've always liked the Eagles since Hertz has been there. Not always, but since Hertz has been there, I kind of pull for them. Uh, you can kind of see the trend I go in. But I mean, that's those are the teams that I when they're, when they're on on Sunday or Monday. I'm trying to watch it. But Steve Hertz is a he's an Oklahoma player. Uh, I don't even go there, man. Don't do, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that to me. You don't want me. To, you don't want he me to get started there. He, I'll call Jalen right now and say, Jalen, tell me the truth now. Who are you? Are you an Alabama? So, are you Alabama? You 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 got that Okie in you? Yeah, you're just trying to get my fire up. So yeah, man, that's that's the way I pull for for pro teams. I, I don't think I think there's other people that probably are similar to that. Whether it be you're an Auburn fan or you know Tennessee fan or a Florida fan, you you pull for the teams probably if you're not a big NFL fan that have your players. 
Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I think that's I think that's what most Southern uh, people do. That unless being said, you, unless you have a team in your city, it brings you know. me to another point. Go ahead. I hear it's maybe just rumored that Vrabel could be going to Dallas. I think it, I don't know. So everybody's wanting Jerry Jones to make a splash hire. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, after uh, the defensive coordinator. He said, hey, I'm taking some head coaching jobs. Yeah. Had enough of this. Yeah, he's had enough. Um, Quinn's gone. Yeah, Dan Quinn. So he and, – and look, he, he did the Cowboys right. Yeah. He, you know, he made our defense a better better than it was when he got there. Mm-hmm. So he's leaving us in a better position, and, and I think they drafted some more defensive players. So defense is going to be a, a good thing. That's why I think, you know, it's very important for them to ensure that they get a, a top-notch candidate at defensive coordinator. Now – I've I've seen that Vrabel said he wanted to hang around the Wisconsin program through mm, the spring, mm-hmm. so he'll be hanging out at the University of Wisconsin. But you know, I, I I'd like to see what would happen if uh, if the Cowboys do throw him an offer. That would be interesting to me. I think interesting as a as a Titans fan for Vrabel, Vrabel to go to the Titans. I mean, to, excuse me, to the Cowboys. And I've been hearing, been hearing, Derek Henry's been working out down there in Dallas Ooh. a little bit. You better watch out. I might be wearing a star next year, man. I can't ever Golly. tell. I'm just saying. It could happen. I really like Rabel as a coach. I, I didn't didn't agree with every move he made, but I liked him his intensity and, and I think he's a he's a motivator. It, the players loved him. And so uh but it just it was his time was out there apparently. I have no idea what's gonna happen in Tennessee, except that I'll probably be sitting in Tennessee, Nashville next year watching other teams play on TV because that's probably not gonna be excited about what's going on in Tennessee. <laughs> not as excited about no, what, probably what's not. happening in Tennessee. Um, well, and, and you know, I'll, I'll throw one more thing out there is uh, Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. So if uh, if he doesn't do something, then he is going to uh, – he, he's going to – you know, I think this is his last year on his contract, so, and they haven't extended it, so they're going to figure something out. And I think he knows I really need somebody on defense. If I'm going to be calling the offense, we got to make this work, you know. Yeah. So, and so I'm, do not, you, I'm sorry, I was going to interrupt you. Do you, you. You do fantasy league stuff, right? I mean, you yeah, play yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just started that this year. I went in thinking I could handle this. It's not that big a deal. Get your draft, pick your players, pick some good players. You're good. You ought to have a winning season. Man, I was horrible at it. <laughs> I ain't lying. I realized quickly that I am not skilled. There's, I learned there's some things I didn't do right. I didn't go in every week and change up players and stuff. I just thought I'd pick a roster and go with it. But I, you can't do that. And so that helped me, though. The reason I did it was it helped me be more interested in NFL football when I'm not as big of an NFL fan as I – as I could be. And so, really, this year stepped up my game with watching the NFL and enjoying it. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. That And that's the good thing is once you're able to kind of pick each player, you, you finally get to focus on each individual game and go, oh, he's on my team. He's on my team. Let me keep an eye on him. Sure. You know, and that way it does make watching the games more fun. That being said, so, I'm not a San Francisco fan at all, but I am. A Kittle fan because he was on my team this year. So we'll get into Kittle and some other matchups coming up in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, it's going to be good. It's going to be good to see kind of the matchups. And and are we going to talk about other types of relationships maybe off the field a little bit? <laughs> Probably what happen. Everybody else is. We might as well. I know. Everybody else is doing it. So I don't know why we wouldn't, you know, discuss gotta- a little bit of it. Let's be honest. If you're watching the game. Yeah. That camera is going to flash up to that booth a few times. Yeah, of course. So I, I just think that I think it's interesting. I think uh, Kelsey has has made 
made a lot of people tune into football that they wouldn't normally tune into. Oh, man. So Yeah, we'll get into that for sure. There's much more to talk about right here, John. We got a lot to go into, including our picks for the game and our people that we're going to talk about as far as the matchups head-to-head. Who's the best? It's going to happen. Come back with more in just a minute. It's Gridiron and Grits right here. some football you might as well be man because this is a big maybe it's the biggest weekend of the year for football whether you're an nfl fan or not you got to admit the super bowl is the super bowl for a reason and we're excited about it the most watched sports event every single year and without fail. And probably has been the last few years running that's right you're listening to gridiron and grits it's the jinx man and johnny smokes and we're going to talk about the super bowl a little bit this segment and uh, get a little deeper into it as we look at some of the positions, matchups, and all that kind of stuff coming up in tomorrow's game. But first, Johnny, I got a few questions for you. All right, let's talk. And look, this is not one of those things where I'm trying to stump my, my co-host here by any means. It's just some interesting things I thought about the Super Bowl. So looking at throughout the years, since 1966, we've Woo. had – that's a lot of time there. We've had a lot of uh, different players, a lot of different teams to, to go into the Super Bowl, a lot of winners, a lot of losers. I was just curious – as I looked at this, as to like, who, who has won the, the most Super Bowls? Who has won the most Super what Bowls? What NFL team since 1966 has won the most Super Bowls? Since 19... Okay, so in the modern era time, I'm going to think through my process here. Right, in the modern ahead. era time, we've got the Patriots that have won a lot recently. Yeah, okay? yeah they have. Overtime, wait, let's see. Who won uh, Super Bowl One was won by the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got at least those two teams are in, and then of course we know the Cowboys in the nineties was big. Mm-hmm. We know the Dolphins had a few few years there in the seventies that they were they were rocking and rolling. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. All right. Look, I, it's easier for me because I got the cheat sheet in front of me. I'm gonna ask you to think about more modern time in the past <laughs> few years. Who's won the most Super Bowls? I'd say the Patriots. All right. So the Patriots overall have won six Super Bowls. They're tied with the most wins with the, who'd you say? Green Bay Packers. It's not. It's actually the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. That's right. I figure that's who it would be. So, listen, though, not only have the Patriots won six, they lost five. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're six and five in the Super Bowl. That's crazy to me. How many has the Packers got? The Packers have won four. Four, okay. That's right. So, the Green Bay Packers have won four and lost only one in the time that the New York Giants have won four. Now, look, there's and, – and before that, we had San Francisco with five. The Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys have won five and have lost three. So, those are your top teams as far as teams that have won. Denver Broncos had three. So, okay. So, there you go. That And there's other teams all the way up to the Kansas City Chiefs that have had three. Redskins, Raiders, um, they've all had three wins in the Super Bowls. Then you get to Miami. Then you get to Baltimore. So, they're tied. They're tied with three so we wins. Have the Steelers and the well, – no, I'm talking about for the most. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. The Steelers. So the Steelers and the Patriots. And the Patriots the have won okay. the most. So, that was interesting to me. I thought maybe the Patriots would be there. I didn't know who the other team was. You know, you forget about those great teams of the 70s with the Steelers. Yeah. And Terry Bradshaw and that crew. 
um, and, and just throughout history. Now, now there's some teams that have been good teams, good teams, but have never even been to a Super Bowl. There's exactly one, two, three, four teams in the NFL that have never even been to a Super Bowl. If you can name two of them, John, I'll be tickled I can't to name death. two of them. Um, just think. Never The Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. That's right. That's the only one I got. All right. One of the teams I mentioned earlier that I really like to pull for, they got a new coach this past year with D'Amico Ryans. Oh, the Texans. The Texans have never you. been there. The Jacksonville Jaguars have never been there. But, and go ahead. the old Browns have never been there. But do the, the Browns have never, never been, been to the Super Bowl. Never been there. All right, so let's do this. The Texans are a fairly new team, though. They are. That doesn't like that almost kind of doesn't count. It really book. doesn't. You're right, because the Houston Oilers did go one time, right. and the Titans, they were another, when they were the Titans. When they were the Titans. Right after they became the Titans. So, yeah, uh, back in the old, the old days of the early 2000s. The good old days. That's right, man. So, there you go. That's just That's little, a little. good one, yeah. I just had to think about that. because I, I, You don't think. I thought the Browns probably would have been to a Super Bowl back in the day. I would have thought so too. They're an in old, the, they're the, an old team, man. In the Dick, could, oh, that's the Bears. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Sorry. true. But yeah, the Browns, right? You would have thinking the old could, dog pound fighting in the end zone. You know, yes. I just thought that would be something that would happen, but no, that's that's not the case. Uh, so let's get into some of the matchups, though. When you talk about the Super Bowl, obviously, first matchup that comes to mind, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy. You think that first matchup? I'm just saying you got to look at the quarterbacks head to head. I mean, yeah, you're definitely going to look at quarterback play because, I mean, they're they're going to be the ones that kind of keep control of the game, kind of keep things going. And they are also going to be the guys that motivate the people around them. And if they're playing well, if they're playing their top ball, yeah. those people, are, the, the guys around them are going to play well for them. That's true. That's true. It's, it's, it's going to be key to see. Like, you got Mahomes with the experience. He's, you know, the golden poster child of the NFL right now. And then you got Brock Purdy, who doesn't get a lot of attention because he's sort of a, you know, high percentage passer. He's he does things that it's kind of like he gets that game manager tag thrown on him. Yeah, that, he does. That you heard a lot from from Mac a couple of years ago when he was with the Patriots. I mean, he still is, but you know, you you heard that same tag being put on him, and and it's got to be frustrating for him. Matter of fact, Cam Newton came out this week and said some stuff about that, or this past week, I think it was. Yeah, what did he say? I don't remember exactly. Something about the fact that uh, he said there's, he was the, the, there's 10 other players on the field at the same time, right? Yeah, that he are said as he good. may be the 10th best player on the team. Yeah, on yeah, the team. On the, yeah. And then Brock Purdy said what? He said there are 90 quarterbacks in the NFL, and Cam Newton's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> burn. burn. Come on now. I like it. Matter of fact, uh, speaking of Cam, saw him on that TV show, the the family show that comes on, like the musical family. You ever seen that on on uh, ABC? The musical family. That's not the no, name I of it. That's it. not the name of it. But basically, it's like we are family. It's uh, Anthony oh, okay. Anderson. Okay. Anyway, Cam came out there with his brother. He's one of the stars. It had like a shadow, and you could guess who it was. Yeah. And this lady was like, "Um, that's Russell Wilson." I'm like, "Hey, Russell tall. Wilson," because he had a hat on with feathers. Oh. Because Russell Wilson doesn't wear that. That's got to be Cam. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, getting to the Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes. Who do you think wins that matchup as far as better quarterback play in this, this game? If it's if I'm going head-to-head quarterback and I'm only looking at the quarterback position and not counting the score, yeah, Mahomes. Yeah. That makes Mahomes sense. plays better overall. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. He's, he's elusive. He can do whatever. Highest percentage passer – in the NFL this year, Brock Purdy. Yeah. Crazy to me. Brock Purdy's played well, man. Crazy. He's played well. He, he, uh, you know, I saw, I saw commentators talking about him. He's 
obviously not the fastest guy, obviously not the strongest guy, uh, and and sometimes makes some decisions that are questionable. But when he does place the ball, when mm-hmm. he does play well, yeah. he's on it, man. He knows where to throw the ball. He knows when to throw the ball. He knows when to get rid of it. He, I mean, he's just handle. He handles the ball well. I love to watch matchups in the game, and there's a bunch of them we can get into. We don't have time to get into all of them. But one key matchup I think we can look for is the Kansas City Chiefs' Russian defense. They're giving up just 13.7 points per game, going up against Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Who do you think wins that matchup? Uh, I, man, McCaffrey is playing so well. Um, and it's just like he's, he's, he's so elusive. It's like he just breaks through that first layer of the defense and, and then it's just, you know, unstoppable. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about him, man. It, he's just a, he's just a great running back. But um, I do think that Kansas City will do their best and have have a, uh, a you know a game plan built uh, to try to shut him down and try to stop him as much as they can. Another key matchup, John, that I got to look at. I agree with everything you just said. I'm looking at the tight end play. Look, it's it's become a big thing the past few years in the NFL. Probably starting off. Really, I say starting off, but just continuing with these two players in this game going against each other, not head-to-head because they're playing on different you know, offenses, but you got Kelsey, obviously. Travis Kelsey, he's got a name, not only because of Taylor Swift, which we'll get into in a minute, but he also he's just been a phenomenal player through the years. Whether you like him, love him, or hate him, he has been a game-changer for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and for the NFL. But you also, on the other side, you have Kittle. For the San Francisco 49ers, who has been outstanding and and is a crazy good pass blocker. I mean, excuse me, uh, pass blocker. Uh, blocker on the offensive line when he's not going out for a pass. And the thing is, both those guys have really changed the game for their teams, but really for the NFL. Who do you see having the bigger game in this Super Bowl? Is it going to be Kelsey or, or is it going to be Kittle? All eyes are on Travis Kelsey. Oh, they are. There are going to be people that are watching this game that know Travis Kelsey and have not even had one iota of a thought about Kittle. Yeah. So, now here's the deal about Kittle, George Kittle. He he will play some games he's phenomenal in. The the, the game against the Cowboys, of course he had the shirt on, he, you know, that had an expletive on it, and he was just mm-hmm. mad about the Cowboys, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not happy about it, but – I think that game he had three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So when you come out of a game with three touchdowns, yeah, as a tight end, I mean you were just on it. But all eyes will be on Travis Kelsey, and I think Travis Kelsey loves the attention. Okay, I think he does too. I know he does. As a matter of fact, and um, speaking of attention, there's a lot of attention that will be towards the Kelsey family press box or not press box, but what do you call it? Private, yeah, privacy booth up there, and it won't be private at all. No. It'll it'll be it'll be several cameras pointed at during the game. All right, get to the get to the Taylor camera. That's what's going to happen. But it's not so so. Yeah, Taylor Swift is going to be a big draw. She's the major draw. Let's be honest. But with the the Kelsey podcast and that happening, mm-hmm. things going like that, I think the Kelsey brothers have kind of kind of drawn some attention to themselves. You know, they they've come along in their own right. Uh, did you happen to see the playoff game where Jason Kelsey was in attendance? <laughs> yes, I did. So that where he took his shirt off and ran down into the crowd, took his shirt off, hugging babies, out of the booth. kissing yeah. babies, and yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, gra- grabbing kids with uh, with Taylor Swift signs and introducing <laughs> them and all that fun stuff. And so he uh, he told his wife, he said, I am taking my shirt off tonight. Yeah. And she said, you're meeting uh, Taylor for the first time. Please don't do that. <laughs> so There's a lot of people that just get on there and, and hate on it. And I get it. I do get it. But you know what? Hey, it's it's made the NFL more fun, honestly, to me, just to it, see the attention that it's gotten from people who didn't even watch football. That's right. That's right. I I, I think it has, and I I like. I mean, if you ever are able to tune into that Kelsey podcast, man, it is it's good. It's Listen, just them downright two brothers talking about life. I like it, man. I'm gonna tune in myself. Listen, we appreciate you being in with us today. It's Gridiron and Grits. It's our first edition of it. Coming up, we're gonna talk about those grits, get into the food for the Super Bowl, and our predictions on the way on Gridiron and Grits right here. It's the greatest combination known to man, sports and food. Don't go anywhere. Gridiron and Grits is still cooking. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to a show designed to talk about sports and food, and specifically this this break, we're going to talk about the food. It is Gridiron and Grits. I'm the Jinx Man, along with Johnny Smokes. Hey, it's time for y'all to break out the grills and plug in the crockpots. Let's talk about Super Bowl foods a little bit, John. I love Super Bowl foods, but hey, I'm going to throw you a wrench here. We haven't even talked about this. All right. This is just off the cuff, which is kind of how me and you work anyway. Yeah. All right, so... We're gridiron and grits. Yeah. We're going to talk about food. Yeah. But first, what is your Super Bowl breakfast going to look like? Ooh, Super Bowl breakfast. All right, so mine's going to be a little bit different because okay. I'm going to be on the road on Sunday. Okay, okay. I've got to, actually, I'm going to speak at a church in North Alabama on Sunday morning, but I'm going to be coming from Nashville. So that's going to be a little bit of a run. Yeah. So I'm thinking what I'm going to have to do is break it down real nice and simple on the exit I'm going to be leaving from in Spring Hill, Tennessee, which is going to be running by and getting a McGriddle and cheese. That's what I'm going to have to there do. There you go. You're That's going what for, I'm going to do. McGriddle and cheese, two hash browns, a large Dr. Pepper. So tell me McGriddle and cheese. Sausage, cheese, McGriddle? That's it. Sausage and cheese. Because you don't McGriddle. do eggs. I don't do the eggs. So sausage and cheese. So it's pretty simple. Not what I would choose if I was at home. But that's what I'm going to have to do because I'm going to be on the road. Yeah, I, and I, I'm in the same situation. That's kind of okay. what I was thinking. I'll be running to church, you know, pretty pretty early. So uh-huh. probably a Jack's Biscuit kind of day. Yeah. And and um, so anyway, that's kind of you know, that's kind of. By what the way, we're if you're at McDonald's or Jack's, give us a call for sponsorship <laughs> later. We probably yeah. shouldn't be just throwing this out there, but we are. It's so. the truth. It's what it is. <laughs> so that's coming up for me on uh, Super Bowl Sunday morning. Is going to be a quick run, but I'm looking forward to getting home and getting settled in. And, and watching the game. By the way, are we watching the game at your house? I didn't even ask you that. Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought about it. I really have not thought about it. I we mean, got to plan that. Yeah, we, we absolutely We'll plan that. it on the air right here because I'm going to be back home. Okay. I thought I was going to be in Tennessee for the game. I'm actually going to be back home. So uh, we'll have to get together and plan our food, specifically talking about foods. It appears that the uh, the trend is up for jobs in America right now all of a sudden in January. Yeah. Oh. I mean, this is not an economic report by any means, but I guess it is, sort of. That's what they say, that the jobs are up in January, and that means people are going to be spending more for their food on the Super Bowl. That's what it said in the report from Fox. More Super Bowl food. Can That's it right. get better than that? I mean, I, I Football argue with and it. food? I mean, it, who's ever heard of that kind of concept? I'm not going to argue with it at all. You know what they say? Wings, the cost of fresh and frozen wings, are sitting between 326 and 317 
a pound, respectively, according to the data from early January. Now, uh, that means that people can be buying a lot of wings. Now, are we now specifically talking about us? Okay. If we just have time on Sunday to prepare our menu, are wings going to be in the mix? If we have time, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be, right? I love some wings now. I mean, normally we normally we'll go for wings. So here's the thing: if we're eating here, sometimes my wife and your wife they'll 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 do the finger foods. Yeah, and then we're kind of in charge of like the main stuff, burr, you know. So burr, burr, burr. whether yeah. it be pizza or you know any <laughs> yeah. any other kind of game day food, we ain't cooking it. No. Right? It ain't like let's don't be. I, I'm I'm not trying to joke or anything. Yeah, or throw something false out there like me and you's out. You know. Cranking up the grill and gonna grill sixty wings for everybody that comes no. over. No, no, that ain't the way it's gonna happen. We're, We're not trying to work on Super Bowl. No, Sunday. we ain't working. Uh-uh. Now we will go and grill a steak. I ain't scared of a steak. Every now. once in you a while, you put that steak on there and eat all them finger foods while you come do it. on with it. That's what I'm talking so, about. So anyway, but um, yeah, man, if if it were up to us and we got enough time, yeah, wings are on the menu. Well, they say that uh, for sirloin steak, which I'm not going with. I'm not going with a sirloin if I'm to do it. Yeah, I'm, nah, probably. I ain't not. doing that. You can, you can keep that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go at least ribeye or filet Yeah, if I'm going to do a steak. We've been on a filet kick lately, haven't we? Yeah, we have been. Thanks to you. Yeah. Thank you. You bought them. <laughs> I just threw them on the grill. So, yeah, but that, that's true. So, you know, the sirloins, uh, the rate's a little bit down on sirloins, so you can get that if you want it. But, yeah. look, ground beef, is, is that a better rate than it has been? Um, it does say, I say that, it does say it's up about 12%. Who cares? If you want food, hamburgers. Ground beef is I mean, up hamburgers 12%. ain't bad. No. I no, hamburger do a hamburger. I like a hamburger on the grill. Uh, some people do shrimp. That sounds like a super southern thing to me. Yeah, like a Gulf Coast kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think people are doing shrimp on like the east, the eastern seaboard? You um, think they're doing like shrimp no. bowls for the? I don't think so. But down I south, feel, they might be doing a lobster bowl or something. They ain't gonna do. That's the that's yeah. the thing. I feel like shrimp is more of a Gulf Coast thing because you get lobster up. On yeah. the eastern seaboard, maybe crab, crab legs and stuff. So let's just cut all these things that Fox is talking about. Let's talk about our own menu here. Let's talk about what we're going to do Sunday because I'm getting excited about what it. What are we actually going to do Sunday? What are we going to do? So wings, I like the wing idea. If we can put some wings either in a crock pot or go to the store and get some. I think, I mean, here's the deal. I think we can probably hit up a local yeah. a local place. Yeah, we can do that. do some wings. Let's do that. Uh, there's a couple of places that does some really killer wings. So. Yeah. Um, whether they're smoked or whether they're fried, we can get into a a batch of wings now as far as putting some uh Koneka or monroe sausage on the grill we're gonna do that oh we can we can make that happen yeah we need to do that we can make that happen so it, tell me this and we may have to bring like a thomasville native or somebody on to talk about this maybe mm-hmm. but but it, if we're picking sausage in in that in in the clark county area yeah what kind of sausage are we picking I mean, the two. Is it Koneka? Two, I just you you you're probably gonna go with Koneka or Monroe or they that, they have like the brand. I think Greenville has a brand called Kelly's or something. Kelly's, like that. okay. So that's down there. But I mean, but most folks are gonna get Koneka. Did you mention to me a Royal sausage or something? I like Royal. Where's like Royal? It's out of Birmingham. Is it Birmingham? But All it's right. it's similar similar to Koneka. It ain't quite the same, but right. it's similar. Yeah. I mean, look. Let's just be honest. I I like a different kinds of. I like different brands of sausage. Oh, sure. But I always go back. I always go back. You feel like you're home. I do, man. I grew up on that. Now, now I, there was a time when my daddy used to go over to, to the Monroe, uh, I think it was called the, uh, oh, what do you call it? Where you go to like the meat meat house over there. Meat Monroe. Market, I can't remember what yeah, it was called. Butcher but, shop? Yeah, but they, they had 
you can get the Monroe sausage over there at the time of, now. And Beatrice is where they make it now, but it okay. was still good, man. It's good stuff. We get it in old, old white wax paper. Yeah, you know? yeah. I remember that growing up. But as far as on the grill, I I like I like good and I like to get the big Kanekas. Uh, yes, I agree. So, I agree. I you, you talk about the wax paper kind of makes me think. I feel like the butcher shop's coming back. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know we've got we we've got a a family that up here that they've got ties. Their family has ties to a to a, a cattle farm in Missouri. Really. And so they raise Hereford beef. Mm-hmm. And so you can you the meat market's here, man. Just like half a mile from my house. You can go in there, yeah. Pick whatever beef you want. They've got sausages and stuff. And now, look, these are house-made sausages. This is this isn't going to be your Kaneka. I mean, yeah. You, look, let's just be honest. You can't beat Kaneka. But all the other meat being so fresh, I'm golly. Did you talk about bringing it home in wax paper? Now, yes, we did. We bought, but not only, not only that, John. But look, we're going to talk about you can't beat Kaneka. You can't beat Monroe and all those other sausages. In a way, you can if you get the right mix. And some of these local processors or that deer sausage can do it just right and you get some deer sausage on the grill if it's done right it's got enough fat in there it's pretty darn good now listen i've had some of those smoked sausage sticks uh-huh with cheese and jalapenos and look i'm not i'm not your jalapeno <laughs> kind of guy yeah i'm not gonna pop a jalapeno and you know yeah, some either. people that, that if they, 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 if they that. can pop a jalapeno in it, they're gonna do it yeah but this man and you can cut it down because it, it's a little bit thicker than normal yeah. summer sausage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and you can cut it down and, and plop it on the grill flat. It's good and stuff. And that cheese starts melting. Oh, man. Jeez, Louise, boy. You're making me hungry now. Listen, Mama called me the other day and she said, I'm cutting up deer meat right now. Now, when you come home, I'm going to have some for you because I know you, you've been too lazy and ain't killed one yourself. So I've got some up here for you. When you come home, I'm going to give it to you. And I was thinking if I could get some of that before this Sunday – and wrap it in some, you know, soak it a little bit in some Johnny's or whatever you want, whatever kind of marinade you want, and put some cream cheese and, and a jalapeno slice. I ain't a jalapeno mm-hmm. man either, but on deer meat, I like it. Wrap it up in some bacon. Y'all know the trick. Man, there's nothing, I mean, of all the meats I've ever had on the grill, to me personally, and that's just my own opinion, there's nothing better than that. It's good. If you can get them done just right and, and, and have the time to sit down and let them cook right, man, it's fine. Butterfly that tenderloin and just make it good. Woo! Or throw yeah, some cream cheese in it and wrap it up in bacon as a tenderloin. Come on. We sound like we've eaten before. I don't yeah, we know. have. We have. And uh, it's it's because we have. Look at our bellies. All right, we got to get into the game, I guess, John, as far as the specific. We can talk food all day, and we will. Every week we'll talk food on here. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's going to be food every week, so just get ready for that. And if you got some food suggestions, feel free to send it to send it send it our way. We'll uh, yeah, we'll shoot you out some contact information to send it send it our way. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. We'll have a Facebook page up real soon, and uh, you can go to that and uh, just look on Facebook to find information about that and how to get in touch with us every week. We're going to be here every Saturday morning uh, right now on uh, WJDB, where we're at right now. We're hoping to be in some other stations real soon. That being said, let's get into our picks, John. All right, let's start off. I'll start off, and then we'll let you uh, you kind of close it out for us. So we've, uh, you know, picking the teams. You've kind of heard. I've kind of, I've kind of, you know, showed my hands here in mm-hmm. some of the questions you've been you've been uh, asking. I think either team can win it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It it is not going to surprise me for either team to win this ball game, but I do think that the 49ers will be too much for the Chiefs. You think the 49ers? I really do. I'm wow. telling you, the 49ers, the way that they've played all year, I think the 49ers are going to come in and they're going they're going to be ready to play. 
I honestly have not paid attention much to the talking heads this week to kind of see what they're saying. And so I don't even know which way to go as far as getting some other opinions on it. I kind of kind of feel like you do. I think the 49ers are solid across the board. I think every position, they're solid. They're good on defense. They're solid on offense. They're not super flashy, but they can get it done. I, I think I'm kind of leaning like you. I think the 49ers can win. But also in the back of my head, I always have – Patrick Mahomes factor like you can't count him out man I mean what he has he lost one yet has he lost a game this yeah, year I mean no I meant a Super Bowl oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he has yeah. lost a Super Bowl yeah yeah so he he's lost one but here's the deal no you're the same way it's I, I'm the same way I'm the same thinking as you it's that factor it's that it factor um that that people can't account for that yeah. nobody can account for and when it shows up it shows up strong so you never i mean you never can tell us why i said it could be either team win what player has the biggest impact on the outcome of the game and go what player one player uh, patrick mahomes all right i'm gonna go debo samuel folks thank y'all for being with us <laughs> i know i just it said it like I, I did it thank y'all for being here we'll catch y'all next week right here on gridiron and grits with the jinx man and johnny smokes thank y'all for listening and that's the ball game. The Jinx Men and Johnny Smokes are off to the locker room. Stay tuned next Saturday morning for more Gridiron and Grits.